Yes, we're saying there's a chance, but only if you build your sales process on a foundation of trust. David Nicholas explains why that's essential and how to accomplish it by Tim Beisel. Remember that scene from the movie Dumb and Dumber where Lloyd Christmas, played by the inimitable Jim Carrey, is imbued with hope despite being told that his odds of ending up with Mary Swanson are about one in a million? So, you're telling me there's a chance, Carrie says, a toothy grin painting his face. Yeah. David Nicholas absolutely loves that clip. His wife, Kristen, does too. So much so that she recalled it a few years back when David asked her how she would have responded if he'd have told her on their first date that he knew they eventually would marry, build a perfect home, have three kids, and basically live happily ever after. You know that scene from our favorite movie, Kristen told him? It would have gone something a little bit like that. Kristen's message was simple. To that point, David hadn't done a thing to prove to her that he was trustworthy or her perfect partner. In that moment, it hit me, David, the president and founder of Nicholas Wealth Management, said during his advisor's success track, scale track presentation at the Journey Minneapolis in October 2021. When it comes to our sales too many times, and this is just the way that my sales process worked for so long, I was making proposals to prospects before I had done anything to win their trust. Earlier in his career, David said, he spent considerable time trying to impress clients with beautiful charts and graphics, complex product knowledge and compliments before he had established genuine relationships. It's the same thing as proposing on a first date, he said. Today, David makes it a priority to put his prospects ahead of his presentations. Cultivate connections. David's discovery meetings take about 50 minutes and include discussion about everything from Nicholas Wealth's Retire Ready book and process to the firm's financial organizer and bucket strategy. But the first 10 minutes of those meetings are devoted solely to building rapport. And oftentimes, 10 minutes isn't nearly enough. If I'm going to expand anywhere on the sales process, David said, it's going to be on building rapport. David develops relationships by probing for commonalities. Hometowns, children, churches, sports teams, hobbies, interests, all are topics that can create bonds. I try to find one thing that I can build a connection on, David said. And if I can find that one thing, and they're the right fit, it's usually a pretty good shot that they're going to end up becoming a client. Create Clarity David tells the story of a multi-million dollar client who was an accomplished executive but didn't realize he would have to pay taxes on his IRA withdrawals upon retirement. The point? Don't ever assume your clients or prospects are well-versed on financial issues. Our prospects, they may be smart at what they do. They may be attorneys. They may be successful. But small, simple things like paying taxes, our clients may not be fully understanding what that means or what we're talking about, David said. That means you must educate them about your process, about what comes next, about your bucket strategy and, or investment philosophies, about the benefits of products and services, about everything. Creating trust requires creating clarity, David said. I can't make this point enough. Convey positivity. The 2008 election cycle was historic because it resulted in Barack Obama becoming our country's first black president. For David, an unwavering conservative, Obama's election was significant for another reason. It revealed that hope can be a powerful message and motivator. David admits it's easy to rely on fear to drive the sales process. 
but he has found that doom and gloom messages, the market is crashing or inflation is soaring, for instance, can be counterproductive. Words that evoke fear destroy trust, he said. David believes optimism has great sway with prospects, just as it had with many voters who viewed Obama as the candidate of change. When you actually paint a picture of the future that is positive, not negative, you build trust quicker, and you can get individuals into a buying decision earlier, David said. We started to change some of that in our language, and it was pretty powerful. Confer control. David ends each discovery meeting by giving prospects the opportunity to opt out of Nicholas Wells' services. He does this simply by saying they'll part on friendly terms if the client doesn't like the plan David presents at the second meeting. That message, David insists, is critical. Part of building trust is making sure that the prospect actually feels like they're in control, he said. Of course, we don't want them not to work with us. But when you share that line, hey, we'll part as friends if you don't like what you see and don't think we can help you, it's really a powerful point. Are you on track? Check out David Nicholas's full-scale track presentation from the Fall 2021 journey on iAdvisor. If you haven't already identified your advisor success track, reach out to your VP of Advisor Development, who can help you identify the path that best fits you. Producers are ultimately responsible for the use or implementation of these concepts and should be aware of any and all applicable compliance requirements. Investment advisors are strongly encouraged to obtain pre-approval from the broker-dealer and or registered investment advisor with which they may be affiliated prior to implementing.